0: You scoundrel, you. You know what Critical Hit is about, and you know it's not for kids. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. The following episode contains spoilers. You have been warned. Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of Critical Hit, a podcast where we drink beer and talk about everything. I am your host, Red King, and with me always is Crimson and Corona Warden. Hello! Hello. Tonight, we are talking about endings. <laughs> yes, um... It's just one big spoiler alert. yes. <laughs> Spoiler alerts preempting.
1: Yes, there, this is gonna be fucking spoiler, 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 <laughs> spoiler warning... 75 here, yeah, yes, yeah. and we are drinking
0: roots and trees and friends and things. It sounds like we're gr- drinking dirt. My um, <laughs> beer tree brew, could it be symbolic of the future? Um, possibly. Are you guys ready? Yes, we are ready. We are critical hit. This is roots and trees and friends and things. Pow, cheers, bros. Let's go. Cheers. cheers. Boom. What do we got here? Ooh, That actually doesn't smell too bad. Holy crap! I think you're gonna like this one. Holy crap!
1: Ooh. That's just fruit juice, bro. That is. That's very that wonderful. Peach. Wonderful. I get the peach. This kicks the shit out of that fucking crappy pineapple creamsicle. Yeah. Oh. You didn't like that one. How do you not remember that I didn't like that one? I gave it a, like a fucking four. <laughs> um, so this is better because it's supposed to be like tea.
0: It's peach tea. It's better than Twisted for sure. Like not to call out such a big brand. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh... <laughs> it's true though. He's not lying, but he's right. But it's
1: yeah, no, it's good. It's better than Twisted, but not as good as Mike's Hard. Mm. Granted, that's a lemonade, I guess. No, it kicks
0: a living shit out of it. It's anything commercial brewed. This kicks a living shit because this thing, that's like, it really does. It tastes like brewed tea. Like it's real, like refreshing when you drink yeah. it. Yeah. that
1: thickness of yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's got that green tea, like yeah. that shit that just like coats your mucous membranes, helps you feel a little better. Dang it, that's good. That's okay. a seven. Yeah, that's it's it's about a seven for me. Oh my. Gosh, really? <laughs> is this gonna be your third?
0: It's a 10 out of 10.
1: Alright. You know what?
0: Listen. I'm here for it. 10 out of that 10. That is seconds. really good. Like I could I could drink that anytime. Like, you give me the hottest seat. See, right, that's day. what I was
1: gonna say. I would actually drink this on a hot summer day. Yeah, yeah. if it's yeah. hot
0: out, if it's cold out, it actually has a it, it it hits it hits good. I would not drink it warm. But if it was cold, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. always drink your beer cold. We are not um, degenerates. Yeah, Yeah, degenerates. Yeah, we're gonna say degenerates. Uh, So let's talk about the roots and trees and friends and things. Yes, yes. Yes. Good job, Beer tree. This is pretty fucking good. uh, Peach and green green tea fruited sour seven (laughs) point three percent of all. Fairly high horsepower on this one. Yeah. Um, what? It's so good. You don't <laughs> notice it. Like, this is horrifying. It's dangerous. Right, but
1: remember that one, like, chocolate milk nitro we had was, like, 8 yeah, that one, and it was the size of a soda can. That thing was fucking stupid. Uh, that oh thing was delicious though, because that was my highest rated fucking beer. Here's so, the thing:
0: no, that was that was good. There was nothing wasted about that. Was fantastic. That so was not, an eight. The IBU on this is zero. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, it's completely. Yeah, at all. Um,
1: get more of these. Oh come on, that'd be too
0: easy. Um, beer Tree Brew. This is out of the park. Upstate mm-hmm. New York local shit. Amazing. We've been to their restaurant. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a little too uh a little frou frou, highbrow, but it's hipstery. Yeah, for me. it's well. Good food. There's two they, versions. One's one's a little more trendy than the other. Yeah, if you go to the farm, it's different than the factory. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. I've been to both.
1: Great places. Um, no, no, I like the food. Fully and recommend it. This drink is fantastic, but I don't know. The factory's a little. uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little out there. <laughs> it's just not my scene. Yeah.
0: I, guys who with twiddly mustaches, that that's their whole personality. Yeah. I'm kidding. You guys should subscribe. <laughs> um, so you, let's... The best way to get out of a hole is to stop digging, right? So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about
1: the end. Well, sometimes um, you have to dig to fill in the hole, so... Um, stop Stop doing that. Keep digging till we hit daylight.
0: <laughs> that's, oh, like when, maybe Wait, that joke doesn't hold up. Isn't there a metal <laughs> song that's like about dwarves digging a hole? And it's like Lord of the Rings technically or some shit. It's like, I, like, I, I, oh I am a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. Diggy, diggy hole. Dig- wow, that, that sounds like no, a. No, it, it's there. It sounds like
1: a nursery rhyme. Look it up.
0: It's a thing. It's okay. a it's, it's a metal song. It's good.
1: <laughs> okay. So
0: before we begin, I was thinking I would let's see um, where this ends, right? And it's exactly about thinking. Um, yeah. So we can't talk about D and D rail for a while, just waiting for this OG hell fucking thing to calm down. Um <laughs> So instead, I'm trying to introduce a new segment. I'm, I'm cautiously, cautiously excited. And I I was thinking about naming it. Uh like basically shower thoughts. It's just like <laughs> And I came up with the perfect one. And I'm just gonna tell I'm gonna I'm gonna give this. I'm going to put this in the air And I'm going to let you guys discuss it For just a, l- a little bit And then we'll get to our um. We'll get to- <laughs> How yeah, I see Chrono, he's like holding his forehead He's so exacerbated How already How deep does the shower thoughts go Because I just want to point out That it, it wasn't even I mean it was an episode ago You kind of you went you went to some interesting baths. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get interesting. <laughs> okay,
1: Here on. one. Here's, here's one for you. If you fill a bubble bath with holy water, are the bubbles holy?
0: Hmm. I've got one better. And here's what we're gonna go <laughs> <laughs> with. Um This segment's called From Red's Head. Um <laughs>
1: Alright, shoot.
0: Okay, so like, you know how in adult videos, like, there's like, always a pizza a pizza delivery guy? <laughs> oh my lord, I'm so not like, <laughs> It'd be one of those things where you could do like a like a partnership with one of the, like, the raunch- I think Maybe I think maybe Domino's might be on it. They might try <laughs> they might but you can't because here was the thought <laughs> <laughs> it, could be uh, the, it could be the hut in the hub No one out <laughs> the hub you can't do it because of the implications of the slang pizza Oh, they'll
1: yeah. never be able to do it. Oh. That was my thought. What I'm the like, fuck is yeah. the slang for pizza? Um,
0: um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <Toronto. so. laughs>
0: Holy shit! <laughs> the slang
1: isn't my uh,
0: um, <laughs> Mr. Oh, literal? <laughs> Holy shit! He doesn't get. Okay, so oh goodness gracious, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is a landmine. <laughs> this is a landmine. Is <laughs> it a s- butthole? No, 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 no. no it, um. Uh, so cheese pizza, the abbreviation is CP. There's also something that's illegal that is abbreviated with CP. Um, you ah uh, yes. yeah So yeah. without getting too deep into it, um, like if they were they couldn't like no one out pizza's the hub. They just can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> given their given given the the connotations for pizza and what they stand for oh in My it just doesn't work. That was my thought, but and it probably will never do this shit again. But <laughs> maybe next time, take another look in Red's head. Oh. Uh, Oh my gosh, why did that thousand to... yard stare from Chrono? Like, oh my gosh, oh, what a detail! Why did it have to be <laughs> so juicily controversial? Like, the intro, <laughs> yeah, that's intro, what I'm a, new, a new segment, and I just dumped all over <laughs> <laughs> A
1: lot of people are gonna you be two like, girls one cupped that segment, <laughs> yes. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you know what? Enough. Enough implications about
1: this is yes. Implications unpleasant.
0: Right? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. <laughs> Welcome to critical. End. <laughs> yep. So, endings. Hopefully, this isn't the end. Uh <laughs> But <laughs> like, we'll, talk so about about, endings. <laughs> we'll talk about other shit's endings, cause like right, just as important as your entire plot up to that. You can kind of wreck an entire story with ending it wrong.
1: Uh-huh. No, guaranteed. There's Okay, see there's been mediocre stories that wrap up the, everything so well that they become a great story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Endings are the most important fucking part of a story yeah yep. I'm gonna I
0: can't even argue with that yeah I, I do agree because it, you know you can have the, the wildest craziest like in between ever okay this is cool you know the story is cool the characters are cool awesome even if you start landing like dumb arcs and yeah know, yeah it, you know here's the thing you can recover or you could trash on the whole thing yep so like I do want so before we continue this is gonna be a bit of a weird sidebar but I, and this is something I wanted to mention because I feel like. Writing is a is a big thing here. So, uh, an example of bad writing that I do not think is going to end well. Have you watched that new Belma uh, series? Oh my god! Yeah. so so here's the thing. It is exactly as bad as you would think it would be. Maybe worse because there's no context where it's good. So you know. Scooby
1: Just the end you hear.
0: Ree! <laughs> Listen, no. Ree! As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, I think they might have turned Scooby into a girl character. What? Not a dog, but a human girl. Oh boy. So, that's so not her nickname. So, um, so you're I'm going to th- interrupt you because uh, that's fucking terrible. Here's the thing: that series has a great ending. It's canceled. <laughs> no. You know it's a prequel to uh, Scooby-Doo, right? Listen,
1: listen, that listen. That doesn't listen. make any fucking sense no, because no, they no, had no. a pup oh, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> All right, that's a bit of that's
0: a... Bit of bad. No, they <laughs> said it was a prequel. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> scooby doo doo where are I'm you? No, that shitty show got a good ending. <laughs> you're, a, you're a dick for that. Yeah. Listen, and they just calm down. Whatever bullshit happened, they just calm down. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so I'm gonna give an example. (laughs) I'm gonna ignore that shit. Shitty. shitty. No, Um, because I, I'm, I might just completely (laughs) kibosh you (laughs) because. uh, I despise this series and I think everyone does. Yes. And but I think good the reason. problem comes from people giving it attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a I mean that's a shockingly good point, but it I mean you would probably watch a train crash. No, would well mm. Yeah,
1: see. <laughs> have you ever stopped to look at a car accident? That's fucked up. <laughs> this <laughs> have you ever stopped to look at a car accident? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so you would yeah. watch a train crash. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody fucking does it. It's human nature.
0: Though I will say resoundingly, you are correct because there is like this just vicious cycle of you hate watch something. Oh my God. You're like you know
1: it's gonna suck. Yeah, that's why you... I don't do that. But I fucking do because I love the drama. <laughs> yeah, but I don't hate myself like that. I'm not See, a self-flagellator. See it. But... <laughs> Flagellate? Why? Flag G. I thought the same thing! Oh,
0: I was like, I was like,
1: he's farting
0: on himself? That's what I, I thought you were like you shit and I
1: As a member of one of the big ones, you should know what flagellation is. Oh nope. You would be surprised how little I know. It's like, oh it's nope. you take a whip. And you whip yourself. Okay. It's repentance through blood. Love it. So, okay, you know what? Fine, you're you're correct. You're correct. However,
0: I will say, I'll give it this. It's as bad as you think it's going to be. Don't watch it. It's fucking horrible. And I do agree. I'm not giving it any attention. Fuck them. And Mindy Colling or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> You're writing a shit. Oh my god, let's go. Could this be it? shit is garbage. Oh my I'm god, all of a sudden Crimson's you know. got a, like a, a really weird um, celebrity beef.
1: <laughs> Mindy Kaling?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what—that's her name. Fuck her. <laughs> She's terrible. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> so that's, that's it. Um, I'm not putting my glasses back on this episode.
0: So bad writing. <laughs>
1: But it's saved by the fact that it becomes Scooby-Doo. Where are you? It makes no fucking sense for it to be a fucking prequel. You want to have a fist, let's fist fight? Let's have a fist fight. The, the, uh, my glasses are already off, so I'm ready to go. Oh, crap. <laughs> I crap. I don't want to take,
0: in the time it takes for you to take my glasses off, I'm getting <laughs> jacked.
1: So- <laughs> He's going to come at the right, I'm going to come at the left. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. <laughs>
0: So shut up. No, I'll
1: throw this fucking
0: camera. Um, so I think some of the I think some of the examples of like bad fucking endings, in my opinion, are ones that are like Trying too hard to, like, split your brain and be, like, very, very highbrow. <laughs> like lost? I was gonna say Evangelion, but it's the same fucking energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because, like, that was built on some lost energy. Or vice versa, actually. Yeah, because... Oh, Evangelion nice is older. Uh, yeah. It's
1: older than we are. <laughs> Not the reboot, though. It. And there's literally a line from one of the characters where he tells the main character things are going to be different this time.
0: That's so fucking cute That's so fucking cute So, um, uh, so, fucking so cute. hold up, can I also, man, sidebar again But here's the thing, very weird concept That's happening a lot lately Reboots that change the story Of the original, but also Recognize that they're changing the story of the original And they write it into the new story That's a thing, and it's bothering
1: <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm thinking the Final Fantasy 7 remake is gonna go
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what, like mm. Not the type of spoiler I'm trying to give. Sorry. <laughs> Another sidebar.
1: <laughs> I, I totally. It's I, a fucking spoiler episode. We put the warnings <laughs> at the beginning. We're going to have recorded warnings at the beginning. If they're listening at this point and anything gets spoiled, fuck them. True. <laughs> <laughs> True. You know what? I, I, I like that. <laughs> we put trigger warnings on shit. If you go beyond that and get triggered, that's not our fault. Yeah. You know what?
0: That's fair. But it's a th- like it's weird. It's a thing. And the, like they're conscious of it. And it's like, I guess it's kind of smart, though. Cause, especially if you're rebooting something that is amazing to begin with, and like say yeah, what you is
1: just fucking weird though.
0: It is weird. It, it's weird. But there's arguably everything that is, I guess, considered genius is also equal parts fucking weird. And that's never really not been the case. Like I, I would argue that everything that is like a masterpiece is a little strange.
1: Genius and madness are two sides of the same coin.
0: Yeah, yeah. I so I, yeah, maybe. So now I'm. Now I'm not. There's some shit that's weird in there
1: that I am not. I'm not, not going like Eli Roth weird with <laughs> the Green Inferno and all his yeah. kind of weird
0: shit. What? Yeah. Ooh,
1: I appreciate
0: you right now. I'm glad you remembered that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have callbacks. <laughs> that was, that I was appreciate. Because see, there's the thing where it's like. There should be a little bit of strangeness in a good story. Mystery is important to a story.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you know what that is? That kind of goes back into what I was saying. I think this is why it's a good idea, kind of a good idea to, like, recognize that you're changing things and, like, not try to just retell the same thing. Because if it was good already, like... You're not it's not gonna landing not gonna strike twice, you know what I'm saying? No matter yeah, yeah, what yeah. no matter what you do, there's always gonna be a comparison, and it's usually gonna be favoring the negative. There's even if te- you know, technology's come farther, productions come farther, all this crap has come farther, but it's still gonna be compared to that original, the nostalgia, the and you know, just the first experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I think Taking a different route on it is kind of the best thing you can do if the first thing lived up to its bit, especially if you know you're hitting. So the people who watch, once again, since we're talking about it, the people who have watched Evangelion, they're they're still alive and active. Yeah. Yeah. So if you sit there and in that in that case, they went ahead and turned the entirety of that series, into four movies. Mm -hmm. And they are not short movies.
1: No, because they're encompassing an entire series.
0: Yes. Um, It might do you some good to... I mean, because, like, what's the motivation to continue it, if you already know the ending? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, arguably, it it looks better. It looks shinier, yeah. But nobody was looking at Evangelion ever and being like, this looks like crap.
1: Like yeah. it, it was always a good-looking series. There was a lot of thirsty people. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, there was. Um, Ray, listen, I love how I know your tight. So well. I, you, I need you to get out of here. It was my younger years. Um, who was the who was the the older one, the dark hair one? Oh, nice. that's that's the one.
1: That was May, wasn't it? That explains a lot. <laughs> that, that was your type. Nope. No the no, nah, that's absolutely his type. That that explains a lot. Everything does he a likes lot. hot moms. mom style <laughs> characters. Like
0: <laughs> indeed. <them>. Um so <laughs> Ending that line of thought (coughs) Did we do any thirsty shit last episode? We didn't No, we were talking about death Yeah, there was nothing to thirst over So we have a quota to
1: meet And I almost feel like we did it Congratulations, boys Well, we have to make up for last week So we need another one
0: Yeah, yeah, this is true This is gonna be an easy objective to (laughs) Um. So the other thing that I was thinking, right? (laughs) Is um the theming of endings? So my pet peeve for endings are the ones that. Hey there. Tune in every week to hear my kids. I'm aware of it. Yeah, it's there. I can't. I can't get it to stop. Um, so. The the rough ending for me is ones that um, raise more questions than they answer, especially if they're not planning to continue on it. Yeah. So like, I feel like the. So, things, okay, okay, okay. Hmm. The ending of Cowboy Bebop. That is different. So, interpretation, leaving it up for interpretation, is fine. Um,. I am go- I was going to cite uh, the ending of The Sopranos. Fuck that ending. Oh, come on, though. I uh, hate uh, that ending. No, it, it was rough. It was rough. I'm not going to lie. It was rough. But it was a situation where it's the climax of the series. They're all sitting in that restaurant. And those couple of people enter. Mm-hmm. And then that, that cut to black. I don't think that it's a situation where it just it raised more questions, but I think leaving it up for interpretation, maybe the chaotic side of that concept is perfectly epitomized in that fucking ending. Ah, so here's the like, thing. did they come in there and
1: fucking shoot it up? Is there nobody fucking left? Um, as far as what I'm, I believe I've read this somewhere. The creator was like, no, Tony just gets shot in that ending. And then that's it. Yeah.
0: Did, did they come and clip them. Cause they have a sequel. They have a sequel yeah. to that series, uh, which I, uh, I'm not sure if it did really well. No, it didn't. I do remember hearing about that. It, it, I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> like I, I'm gonna keep it a bug. Yeah, it might not have been like the most satisfying. Now does uh, James Gandolfini's son? They made a prequel to that series as Never well. Watched it, and Gandolfini's son plays Tony Soprano. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, that might be the one I was talking about. Because I actually, hmm, that's, because I do remember that.
1: I but do, you know what that ending is better than? Hmm. Fucking Game of Thrones is a piece of shit.
0: So here's the thing. I, actually, so two things. I'm going to give two things. Can I, because I, I'm going to kind of back and forth here. Run, run. I, I have something to add to yours as well, Chrono. But here's the problem that I have with the Sopranos ending. It's not a conceptual problem as much as it is a, Payoff for investment so here's the, i agree so if, if you are a person who sits through a long-running series and you know if there's there was quality ups and downs even though it was pretty consistent there was quality ups and downs that a viewer theoretically has stuck through this series
1: well right because it was what eight to ten episodes a season yeah all at least hour-long episodes yes over like seven or eight years, I think, because they had to take a break because somebody got injured in the middle or something. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like, this was an HBO series. So, right. I mean, think about eight years. That's a quarter roughly of all of our lives. It's a little more than that at the moment. But this year, it will be a quarter for you. Yeah. Like, like, think about that. You invested that amount of time.
0: And that's why I think the ending is so important. Because you are essentially taking, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of viewers' time and putting it all into this finale that has to be equal parts conceptual and just satisfactory. Because when you see this ending, you want to be like, man, that was my series right Right, there. right. Because it's, it's, it's already going to be a mixed feeling. Because, like, you've, you've invested so much time and, you know, you've watched it with friends and family and stuff like that. So it's gonna be kind of like a weird roller coaster when you get to the end anyway and you're gonna it's gonna be hard to take in the first place but just a cut to black it like it's it doesn't fulfill the satisfying media part of that end
1: you know what would have been better if they were gonna do the cut to black if there was a single gunshot oh. yeah because that that right there is a finality and you know what that's it Because like yes, that would raise some questions like who did they shoot, who was shooting, but just one single gunshot, I think would have added so much.
0: As a fine, as a fine trade off, before the little fucking extra bit at the end, Red Dead Redemption One, fucking god, that was fucking amazing. That That was good, yeah, and it's like.
1: I'm not even going to lie. I think I cried on that one. Dude, it, so did I. For That's real. a good fucking ending. That's what I'm saying. But okay, so I actually except for the fact that they kept teenage Jack's voice for when he's an adult. That was my only problem really with the post game. Cuz going and killing that FBI agent was fucking satisfying. Mm-hmm. Well, that Pinkerton piece of shit.
0: It, you know. Here's what I'm going to say. Yes, it
1: cuz I had the automatic handgun. And as soon as it went into bullet time, I lit up from his groin to his face.
0: And cool, like it feels good, but I'm gonna argue that that going for the satisfactory moment devalued the initial ending. Not really. I believe it did. Because when it comes to, because this is to me, because this is a big thing for me, and you'll see this going forward, the proper use of drama and tragedy. Like, that would have just been, like, cool if you could just pick it up after and you could go right back into the open world. It is a video game. But if that was the ending, that's just it. Last man standing. You take some guys with you, and then he drops them. Yeah, it's, like, tragic, but that also is just kind of, like, the way of the cowboy, which that was kind of the thing. Yeah. That was the whole, like, concept behind All Red Dead Games is that it was like the harsh reality of being an outlaw. And it's like, that was just kind of what it was. And it was so, like, it was perfect. <laughs> it was like, that to me was perfect. It was perfectly tragic. It The whole lead up to it was fucking heavy, too. Yeah. <laughs> they were all under attack. You know, Martian was like, he was trying to basically just be the guy. And he was like, you know... No, everybody stay inside. And then his son joined the fight.
1: No. and Oh, wait, no. It's uncle. Yeah. Because yeah. uncle is like, are you ready to do this? You know what's going to happen. And John is fully like, yeah, I know. Yeah, But we got to do this. Yeah, they have to s- get away. He sends his family away. He yeah. Knows he forgot Abigail that. and Jack leave. Yes. Because yeah. fuck Pinkerton agent. Ed Ross, yeah, oh he God, can gosh. eat a dick and die, and that's why I shot him seventeen times. Yeah, it was in so, Mexico.
0: But but here here's
1: the thing. Here's the other fuck that guy.
0: Here's the other thing I'm gonna say because I do want to sum this up because there is also something else I wanted to say. Right. Um. <laughs> so it, they, I I was so ready for this. <laughs> um. So here's the thing. I would have rather them saved his you know his son's story. For another game a sequel give it the time even if there should have been okay yeah there should have been a build-up imagine imagine if you would if they skipped undead nightmare yeah
1: <laughs> because but, but you remember yeah, but I like how, undead nightmare it was a nice side story
0: you remember what it was like to play through fable though right mm-hmm. so do you remember like you started as a young buck grew up type of thing like if you picked up red dead redemption theoretical too Right. He's on the fucking horse, man. Like, he knows what happened. And from that point, you just pick up after him. And you're building up this revenge mission, man. You know what you're going after. But he wasn't an outlaw at all. And he goes down that path because he just wants to find and kill this guy. No,
1: it's literally like he just becomes a gunslinger.
0: But it's just too quick. It doesn't It's Eh. It's unsatisfactory because it just wraps it up too well. Well, that's You're the totally. thing,
1: right? Have you beaten 2? I have not. Okay. Well, I don't this want is spoilers th- cuz I haven't played 2 yet. I want Yeah, a, that
0: that that's I, a, I actually okay. have it. Fine. I, I'm going <laughs> to get into it. Um, that I don't want at at this point we put our warning so I don't care about the listeners, but I care about me. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. It's a prequel, right? Oh shit. Sure. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. It's a prequel. So That'll be painfully obvious when you hear certain characters' name
0: yeah. <laughs> right uh, at the
1: start of the game. Um, <laughs> so, so I, there is a similar transition, right? Okay. okay. So that's all I'll say. The other thing I'm
0: going to say, I am, I am going to try to, because I got to get off my point. Um, uh, the <laughs> other thing I'm going to say is Game of Thrones just sucked in general. I don't I don't think I don't think the ending was bad. I think Game of Thrones is garbage. And I think it's
1: always been garbage. So I mean <laughs> if you got rid of the rape, Game of Thrones goes up a little bit. A little bit,
0: but here's the thing cuz this is another it's a cardinal sin man in my opinion is writing characters to be victims. Can't fucking stand it. Their whole point it's to get introduced in here to either die or get molested, rape, whatever, just be a victim. No,
1: and like, I agree. Rape is a shitty motivator. Cause that feels like whenever there's like a strong female character, right? Cause Sansa Stark does end up a really strong character, but she gets fucking abused throughout that whole series. Whereas her younger sister, Aria, which until the last season was a really fantastic character. Cause like, She sees her dad die, and then she goes off on adventures and, like, learns how to cut people's faces off so she can wear them. She goes through this whole fucking thing (laughs) and doesn't have any of that shit happen to her. She gets a little, like, because she ends up working for uh, Tywin Lannister, which obviously his grandson is the one who ordered the death of her dad. But she cuts her hair, and since she's still, you know, not in puberty... She looks like a little boy. So he she's just like his chamber pot guy. Right. And he's teaching her stuff. So she's learning from a man who is technically a military genius. But Arya's journey is actually really cool. But then it ends up feeling shitty because she's the one she's the real fucking hero of that series. Mm. Jon Snow didn't need to be there. They should have called just called it. This is fucking Arya Stark's journey. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think that but I,
0: because I think you don't. You're not writing good characters, right? You're you're writing a tropey, plotted out, kind of reason to have something dramatic happen yeah. or something tragic happen, and that's why it's like. Cause I know I believe this and I'm a firm believer in this and I you know there might be case-to-case studies where this is not the case but characters make a story you're you almost nine times out of ten I'm gonna bet you the eye-catching or ear-catching part of something was the character how they're described their actions their mannerisms you know these all these things stick with you and it's it's it, You know, classic literature to say to almost begrudge on these things, and then you bring in said character just to be like, "Hey,
1: chapter two, fucking dead." Like, oh, cool, they did. Like, ah, the Walking Dead is famous for that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm like, and
0: it's like, because straight up, you'll not only is it just kind of, in my opinion, shitty writing, but you're gonna lose fans and readers, watchers, whatever it might be, because. There's this character that you've stuck on, and you've had in this thing for so long, and they were so like important with everything, and then everybody just generally loved them. And then you have, I'm gonna be straight with it, Negan, little fucking. Oh, I hate that guy. Cause like when
1: he killed uh, Glenn and Abraham, yeah,
0: yeah, and Peep Peep Pants, shut the fuck up. I hate Negan. Now here's the thing, I You're supposed to. <laughs> well, so... so here's my
1: thing, right? I actually think I like the Governor more as a villain than Negan, but the Governor wound up fucking stupid too because mm-hmm. here's my thing right they made a fucking deal rick is like our people will stay south of the river your people stay north how cool would that show have been had it just switched between the two camps and then like negan shows up and they just join forces and are like look we've had our disagreances in the past and we kind of trade with each other we just meet at the river to do it but now this fucker's is trying to fuck up our shit Let's kick his ass.
0: Yeah, yeah. That actually would have been really cool. And, and I think sometimes, too, like the the outrageousness, and it's like, it's already something that is kind of outrageous in the first place. Because you have to kind of, obviously, zombies, We it's not really the most threatening thing in the world, so you have to suspend a lot of reality in the first place. Right. And then I'm going to sit here and believe that this borderline man child appeared in this fucking,
1: like, nah, that's a pretty good way to describe him. Like,
0: really though, because like, who would, you would look at that guy, at the minute he thought he was going to establish anything, and you probably would have shot his grill out. Yeah. No questions (laughs) asked.
1: He's like, I've got my bat, I've got a gun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, it it doesn't matter, you you know
0: what I'm saying, they all had that, (laughs) I would have shot him,
1: no questions asked. Right, and then the (laughs) fact that, they don't even kill him in the comic. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like this weird, like, because he was a shit guy. There was no uh, two ways about it. And then this weird forgiveness that happens.
1: Absolutely not. You bashed my. F- that's my comrade. Right. This. So, because that's the thing, right? Glenn fucking saved everybody. Yeah. Mo- yeah, dude. Multiple times. Yeah, he, he was.
0: He was the genuine good boy of that. He story. was a fucking hero. Yeah, yeah, and he was kind of the hero of this of that
1: story. Right. And here's the thing, right? I'm not against heroic sacrifice. Just save it for the end and make it poignant. There's plenty of stories where the fucking hero dies mm-hmm. to save everybody else.
0: Yeah. Now, and they so as somebody who's been, so I never really stopped following the walking dead i've done it i've done it hands off because i don't watch this show anymore and i and i stopped they ended the show well thank goodness because it was a terrible show Um, (laughs) it got really it got bad yeah and then i don't know it got too sexy and it was like really weird (laughs) Um, so
1: you're not wrong the (laughs) one of the problems is is they were just introducing characters and then just killing them all yeah it was it got like did you ever notice there was never more than like two black people as they, soon was, as the fucking next one got introduced they would kill one of it. the other two yep. died yep and since michonne was there the whole time and i guess morgan so there there became three black people in this show Yep. yep. michonne Mor- morgan and then the revolving door black friend,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh little my little gosh, because they had door. King Ezekiel, yeah. Then they had the well, who's the priest? Um, um oh, I forgot his name. That, weird, yeah, he was a weird guy. Revolving door. Oh, that's really nice. Tyrese up. was in there for, they had Bobby. Time. Tyrese
1: was cool, though. He I liked cool. him. I know Tyrese so, was ty- cool. Tyrese and Bobby were the best. Were, I agree, yeah. Now see the funny part is is that I actually kind of like the way Bobby went out cuz he fucked that oh gang of cannibals. My gosh, I loved it. But 10, he didn't have to be a black dude for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sasha was a great character. Be- right. And yeah. she was yeah.
0: She was Tyrese's little sister, too. Yeah.
1: Now, that was because the actor was leaving. That's a different she story.
0: Got, yeah, she got that Star Trek
1: gig. And she Which she's like, still
0: doing. It's like, let's get she, something better. That, I do remember, though, her send-off was really, really good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, yeah, her, her whole really, episode, I was like, yeah, it made me sick to my stomach. It made me want to cry. But here's, here was the one thing I was going to say. Um, Walking Dead gets worse if you know the actual ending, especially... Considering, uh, especially uh, thinking about Glenn
1: and his um, legacy, right? Yeah, because he dies way early in the comic.
0: At at roughly around the same time, right? So when they flash forward to the end of the series, um, Glenn's son, Herschel, who he left Mm -hmm. behind, you know, in dying, uh, is a whiny little dickhead and almost brings about another zombie apocalypse because he has a traveling roadshow of fucking dead and oh, um, like they kind of they they really left hook Glenn as a character like r- badly and they right. never stopped um, and, so, the, and that, that was, what was really rough about that and, and I think that's kind of like a fine example too that it's like That's kind of the Walking Dead's downfall, right? And I think the reason why, even going back to saying the governor is a better villain, is because I think it just had to continue getting more outlandish.
1: So its we talked about this a little bit in Toonami, the power creep of Dragon Ball, right? The Walking Dead kind of has the same problem. Which is why it's fucking stupid. Yeah, they gotta be stronger. They, <laughs> <Power> gotta, they, <laughs> they, they, they gotta That's a be, weird thing to think about. It, you know? It's weird. That's what it, it is, though. The governor was a big villain. Who's next? Negan, who is somehow bigger.
0: Yeah, which, like, let's be honest, because think about what people take to as leaders. Negan would never be that. He right, would never be thing, bigger right? than the governor. <laughs>
1: you go from Shane being the big villain and the debate between whether or not Rick's daughter is Shane's daughter because <laughs> Shane's a piece of fucking shit. Yeah, Shane was, Shane was, <laughs> then you have the governor who has made a functional society. Yes. But then he's somehow loses all fucking Mental faculties. intelligence and is like, these people, I have to get the woman that stole my eye. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that's what pisses me off. Cause basically that's another thing, right? if an ending assassinates a character and a character death is an ending for a character, that is an ending to a story. His ending completely fucking just assassinates the fact that they set him up as yeah, slightly sociopathic, but he wasn't unfair. Yeah. Like if you could contribute, he was fine. And like, literally had they just, I get why they didn't turn me shown over. Cause she's a cool character and like, It's fucking stupid. It's like, dude, you're alive. You lost an eye. You're still kind of able to somehow fucking shoot because you have no depth (laughs) for (laughs) fuckingception. But just fucking let it go. You have your territory. They have yours. I still think that would have been a better story because you could have talked about how, like, they still kind of meet and are like, oh, well, okay. Uneasy and stuff. Right. We'll trade at the river so that way we're not violating each other's territory. We're not raiding your territory. You're not raiding ours. We can establish something here and still keep it going. Cause I actually liked the prison story arc. That was a really good setup. Yeah. Ten mm. tense balance, I think, is always better than like. Cause like,
0: let's be honest, there was always kind of a grossness. Like, and I'm gonna describe it as gross. When Negan showed up, and it's like this, because these guys have been dominating, for all intents and purposes, have been dominating everything coming their direction. Right,
1: which makes no fucking sense. Yeah,
0: and then it's like, then Negan comes in, and somehow, like, this is just a straight sh- violation of your sanctity. And it's like, there's just a grossness to yeah. it. it comes through, and takes all your shit, Yeah, and, you know... Beat like we'll beat somebody up. Yeah. Or all up in your house. And it's like like <laughs> this might be a hot take. Oh boy. <laughs> The same reason why I dislike the Walking Dead is the same reason why I dislike NTR. Oh the fuck is NTR? Oh that's another he's learning. <laughs> Chrono's is Um Go ahead, you degenerates. Discuss disgusting. <laughs> um, this cock stuff. Yeah, that that's what it is. Long story short, it's uh, it's of the spicy variety, but it's always a guy getting completely fucked over by another guy generally sleeping with the girl that he's either wow. with or wanted to be with. It's trash. And for the same fucking reason, that same icky feeling is the same reason why The Walking Dead There's is some garbage cultured
1: motherfuckers on this planet <laughs> like and, plague. Yeah, yeah. COVID did not do enough.
0: So, we kind of got into the the uh, hot takes <laughs> asteroid field that is um, talking about like what makes an ending. I think in this in this delightfully spoiler-filled episode, <laughs> how about we go for perhaps our favorite ending and then our or least fucking favorite ending.
1: No, I'm going to go with an ending I dislike, or even hate, first, and an ending I like. You're going to do it in reverse, because you have to be... <laughs> the one's going to make me angry, so talking about the other one's going to bring me back up. Oh,
0: that's actually pretty, that's
1: a pretty smart idea. That's why you get bad news first. Hmm. Okay, good point.
0: Okay. All right, shoot.
1: Oh, I'm starting? Okay. Yeah, yeah why not? My bad ending. Knights of the Old Republic 2. <laughs> Because that was not a fucking ending. (laughs) You defeat the final boss of three floating lightsabers that if you're low on health will just shred your asshole (laughs) like fucking three-day-old Mexican food. Yeah, actually. (laughs) You don't know why you ate it. It still tasted good. Most of that game tasted good. That ending is just a perforated fucking rectum. Whew. On the stain of Knights of the Old Republic 1, that. which is a fucking God-tier game. D- you know what? I can't argue with that. I will say Knights Because Pro- here's the thing, right? Knights of the Old Republic 2 had so much going for it. They gave you the actual cool fucking prequel trilogy Jedi robes. You had the fucking jacket with the flow. And back <laughs> yeah. in those days, the fucking flowiness to those was fucking amazing. Because they didn't do that in games. Yep. Hair looked like a brick. It was fucking Lego hair. <laughs> and that's nothing against animators I or anything. my drink all over the table. Hair is fucking hard to animate. Hair, hands, and walking upstairs are the three fucking hardest things animators pretty much say there is to animate. Is that's true. why when they hand things between characters, it always changes perspective. Because the, the fucking action of grabbing something is so fucking intricate that we're really just starting to get the technology to do it. That's the thing about walking upstairs, too. That's why it always changes perspective, because it's very fucking somehow hard to get that animation right. But that is fair. That is fair. That ending is your fucking teacher that betrayed you dies. Because, I mean, fuck it. And then your ship flies off to dark space. And that's it that's your fucking ending (laughs) all this build up of like your character can destroy the fucking force there's no resolution to that do you know what happens to the fucking exile from Knights of the Old Republic 2 they just die (laughs) nondescript they just just in the book that they wrote about Revan for their shitty MMO where Revan lives forever as either a fucking minor Mm. NPC that you save or fight depending on if you go light side or dark side yeah. That's, wow.
2: yeah, that's corny. Wow. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is fucking like 20 year old vitriol almost for me at this point. <laughs> Yikes, oh. man. So I'm pulling deep on this one because so much of this fucking game was good going around the planets, fucking recovering your force powers, figuring out all this shit, finding the Jedi masters, fucking re-meeting Canderous fucking Ordo as Mandalore on Duxin. Whoa, 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 Yeah. Okay. Your Mandalorian companion from Knights of the Old Republic one comes back as the fucking Mandalore. He recovers the armor because Revan gave him the order that like, look, I'm going to deep space, dark space. Cause I need to find out what the fuck the real Sith are trying to do. That's why Revan went to the dark side. He knew the Republic could not give him the forces he needed to fight the real Sith empire. So Revan's book, he goes to do that. Mitra Sulik, because that's the exile's canon name, just gets stabbed and dies. The fucking admiral that defeated the Mandalorian fleet just gets stabbed and dies. (laughs) A character that fucking cool gets wasted. By a rando, probably. It was the Sith Emperor, technically. Oh, whatever. But (laughs) they didn't put that in a fucking game. Yeah, that's... But how fucking cool would Knights of the Old Republic have been... If they had the import flags like the Mass Effect trilogy does, where you have your fucking Revan and your exile, your exile joins Revan's party and you're back to being Revan in three. That would And you be get sick. both fucking parties. That'd be uh, sick. I mean, that's a, yeah. I mean, that could have
0: been so much better. Now you're right.
1: You're right about but that. But now we have fucking Aspir blew out <laughs> like again, a perforated fucking rectum. And just shit everywhere on the Coder remake. <laughs> you know, I'm hoping Saber Interactive has a fucking power washer and can clean it up. Oh, I mean, damn. <laughs> you, can, you can feel the scorn in this. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I mean, th- that's fair. I can't. I mean, having an ending that is just like, again, the buildup. You have so much
1: going into something. Right. Because the- it was supposed to be a trilogy. Right. And that's the thing. Right. Mass Effect 2, while it's ending, doesn't necessarily affect anything in the trilogy, because that's the thing, right? You could take Mass Effect 2 out of the trilogy, and you wouldn't lose much. Right. But Mass Effect 2 is such a fantastic fucking game. That suicide mission is still one of my favorite fucking missions. I'm getting spine chills talking about it. It's that fucking good. I have not beaten that game 70 fucking times for no reason. Actually, I think I'm up to 72 now, but whatever. Oops, that's incredible.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to need a screenshot of this or some, some way to confirm this because that is
1: insane numbers. So pretty much from 2010 to 2012 when between Mass Effect 2 and 3 coming out, I only played Mass Effect 2. That was it. I would take a break to play Dragon Age Origins every couple of weeks, but I could run that game in a day. That's remarkable. (laughs) That's all I was doing was staying up, playing that game, go to sleep, wake up, eat, play that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody kind of has that game, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, everybody's had that time. I mean, ours was, like, Sega Genesis, because we did just unnecessary. You couldn't (laughs) save. So, I feel like a lot of our run-throughs from just start to finish was, like, Sega Genesis.
1: (laughs) But, But, like... At least Mass Effect 2 still contributes to the story. Knights of the Old Republic 2 doesn't. Right. It butchers its own fucking story badly. And then sets it up for
0: possibly the ultimate bad end and turns it into an MMO. Yeah,
1: yeah. lose your one protagonist, and then Revan goes into stasis for 300 years. Yep, and then wakes up. To be a non-player character. Or a mini-boss. Or a... (laughs) Not a boss. A mini-boss. Garbage. Because if you go dark side, you kill him. Damn.
0: That's garbage, dude. Okay, yeah, that's... (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. Okay, I don't...
1: Unceremonious, you treat the characters like shit. (laughs) It's funny, because it was like... That's the sad part, is is that the MMO actually tells some really good stories. Everything I've read is, is that, like, it's... A lot like Guild Wars in the sense that you can just play it single player, and all the stories they wrote unique stories for every fucking path. The problem is, is that they just shit all over their own old lore. Because here's the thing, right? Revan and Bastila have a child. Woo! Yeah. Okay. That whole thing that Luke has to learn about, like you know, the fact that you can't ignore the dark side overcoming it is part of being a Jedi. That's right. what Qui-Gon learns. Luke learns it. They shit all over that in the fucking new trilogy, but we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, we could, cause this is fucking endings, but Revan learns that. But before Bastila finds out she's pregnant, he's off in deep space. Wow. But she names her child Varen and he has no force abilities. You know what he does have though? Charisma. That motherfucker becomes a senator, has his own child, who is fucking super strong in the Force. And that's the thing. When you get to uh, the Old Republic MMO, there's one that is not a Force user that is alive and one that is a Force user that is alive. But basically, the Jedi Council and Revan come to an agreement. Revan's like, I won't teach this to these guys, even though I think I should. You don't fucking try and exile me again. Wow. So Revan is still a Jedi Knight because the canon ending for knights of the old republic is the light side ending
0: yeah which i kind of thought was a better
1: one anyways i agree (laughs) like there is something about hearing the chant of all hail lord revan yeah yeah the dark side ending in knights of the old republic one is pretty good i like the dark side ending but i like the light side more
0: i would even argue that knights of the old republic one has still done a light side dark side ending the best
1: i would I would agree. Because here's the thing, infamous, right? Infamous. The first infamous. And the second infamous. But. Those games. Mm, Coder 1, though, the thing about it is is that it's not an everybody dies ending, right? Yeah, you've had to kill half your fucking party, but you've got the fucking Mandalorian. Because Candorus will follow Revan anywhere. Yes. You have. You can actually kill Bastila on the light side. Obviously, that's not canon, but. Right. But she sides with you on the dark side, so you kill Jolie Juhani, which is kind of sad because it feels like you should have been able to reconvert Juhani to the dark side. I think that would have been cooler. Yeah. But that's nitpicking a fantastic game because that's the thing, right? If we're going to criticize something, you have to get a little nitpicky. Yes. But even then, you could just be. That's a fucking minor gripe. But you know the most fucked up thing you can do? You can have Zalbar kill mission. And every time I do a dark side run, that's what I do why? cause I'm a fucking evil dick bag if I'm going dark side <laughs> that's like one of the worst things that you could possibly oh no it's great you force fucking persuade him to do it he just kills her that's- and then when you go to the star Forge he's like you fucking made me kill my friend so then you have to kill him wait a minute that's how I did it
0: oh, oh no I'm, I'm for- remembering this now I forgot
1: <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Old RPGs, they don't really let you do this too much anymore. Yeah. The Fallout games, I don't know about 4 because I haven't played it. But those are probably... 4 is pretty good. Yeah, I just haven't played it. That's all.
0: So this this is my problem, right? And I, I feel like when it comes to the current iteration of... Uh, light side versus dark side is that it oftentimes there's two different versions of it. There's one where it's through the whole story, you're essentially still doing the same fucking thing mm-hmm. that you would do on the good side. It's just for some reason, somehow this is painted in an evil light in this one, which I think is a very, very cheap way to do that. Um, or you get the alternative where it's like, it's a button press at the end. Well, I so fucking hate that.
1: No, you know what's funny is, is if you go evil in Fallout Three, you can detonate the bomb in Megaton.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do remember. And that was one of the big, like, that was big. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like, like that's a that's a huge decision to be made within that story, and it affects like. The world, like, it makes a difference,
1: you know? Because that's one of my favorite things, right, is is the only reason that the one fucking evil rich dude, which, uh, no commentary there at all, he wants it blown up because it's obstructing his view. That's dark. Yeah, the dude from Tenpenny Tower just wants it gone because it's obstructed. It's an eyesore. That's dark. That's that's dark. As I said, there's no commentary there at all or anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in no way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at the screen. Because so, <laughs> um, you, you still have to get to go a good one. Your good one. Oh, you a, we're going to go
1: around. Oh,
0: you want to do. Okay, so are we just doing bad first? Oh, shit. That's Here up to go. you guys.
1: You guys can do good so, first or bad so first.
0: So I'll go with mine real quick because this is kind of a personal gripe. I've had an interesting uh, investment in the Ninja Gaiden series. Okay. Um, you know. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Kind of deep cut. This is what I'm gonna say. The, and th- I'm talking remake. I'm not talking about obviously the side scroller. No. I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> talking, I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking about freaking Itagaki. Freaking doa fineness at its best. Um. So, <laughs> so ninja gaiden.
1: That's our second thirst. <laughs> hey.
0: Um, so ninja gaiden as a series has never really they like. Didn't have enough fineness in that. It was, it was like bondage gear. It was really weird. Adjacent. It was. Um, Anywho. So, so, so the thing about um the thing about ninja gaiden is I like if early on I feel like I understood what it was. It, it was a pretty mindless action game. And, and all the bits of the story really kind of boiled down to pretty much tropey, kung fu villain stuff. Right. You know, Ninja Master is actually the bad guy, demon, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it was very much, it was a bit campy, but it knew what it was. And at, at its spirit, it was pretty much still the same thing that Ninja Gaiden in its original form. Was very simple action game. Get to the next cutscene. Here's a little bit of reward at the end. Boom, you're done. So my problem. Jump forward you Ninja Gaiden 3. Okay. Razor's Edge. This game was trash for so many reasons. So here's <laughs> the thing. I'm surprised that this is going this <laughs> way. So 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 let me let me give you a, a fine example. Ryu Hayabusa needs very little explanation. He fights and kills things. En mass. Yes. It's not, you know, you're an action game hero. That's what you do. Yeah, you just so, there's some monsters and you cut them into little bits. Yeah. So, Yeah, he's a and, Japanese Witcher. And that's pretty much in that's yeah. Okay, that's that's perfect. I, that's that's accurate description. But the funny thing is He's always just killed demons. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of his thing. He just run through, kill mass demons. Obviously, he had a he had a mission. He's trying to save people. Cool. He was undoubtedly a good guy, right, right, all the time. So now you get into the Ninja Gaiden 3, and Ninja Gaiden 3 decided to take the route of trying to make him. The dark anti hero. Oh boy. So they decided to take it. One, you made it way too deep, because this is not what Ninja is about. It's not a commentary about fucking Oh, is he actually a hero? He walks he- the razor's edge. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, <Edgelord laughs> fucking As- yeah. Edgelord <laughs> nah. Edgelord ass trash now here's the thing. They give and cause they, to make it even more poignant, they don't they don't ever actually tie real hair boosted down with anything, but they give a pseudo-daughter character to him, which is like super nice girl that is also the daughter of the main villain, so he like becomes a, a pseudo-good Dan, <laughs> which is fucking weird because even the Dan... Wasn't necessarily a bad guy, if I remember correctly. He was pretty decent to his daughter in most cases. The razor's edge of kidnapping someone's child. Yeah, so it was a bit weird. The context was a bit (laughs) weird. Um, I'm your dad now. What? So now they give, and to further drive home how evil he apparently is, um, they give him the cursed arm thing. I remember that. And he's got to feed it with blood or else it's going to like take him over or some shit, turn him into a demon or some dumb shit. So now, now mind you, he goes from, they made the villain instead of demons. It was pretty much just everybody. like, it's like now it's humans and this, like like you were never really killing humans before in Ninja Gaiden. Right.
1: Unless they were assisting the demons. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then obviously you would, because they're going to kill everybody. So it's like, um, so now they decided to paint it really
1: heavy-handedly in this. That he's, almost sounds like they were trying to make a Devil May Cry game.
0: They kind of were, but here's the thing. Devil May Cry, aside from its one weird identity crisis in Devil May Cry 2, still kind of knew what it was. Right,
1: right, right. Like
0: like Dante was a cornball, but he was like the coolest fucking cornball ever.
1: because He's, he's got, got a little character. bit of Leon Kennedy energy.
0: He does, he does. He's got little
1: ah, Well, ooh... <laughs> that remake coming out. Huh? Yeah, that remake yeah. coming out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm. We all have that next gen console fucking thing going on. We can get that.
1: I that, might actually play this one. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm running. I'm running that. No, one. you should play the original one. I have played the original. You should play it in VR. No, <laughs> no. no. Oh, you don't want to get dizzy. You don't no. want to fall out. Maybe you're treading.
1: <laughs> no, I get motion sickness if I go in VR too long. Yeah, same. I'm not doing that. I've almost.
0: That one knocked myself out. I punched a wall. Not in anger, but in just the fact that <laughs> yeah. I didn't spatially know where I was. <laughs> yeah, dang. Yeah. yeah. That was a bad ending to oh, that the, night. The one, from, Ow. the one from the dining room. <laughs> to oh to my live. gosh. Yeah, oh, ooh. It, it. It's all framing. I yeah. almost fucked and p- broke my shit. <laughs> Anyways. Um, to, so the the problem that i have with it is that they now kind of heavy-handedly switch your main like enemy to humans to further hammer home the fact that, like, he's just a bloodthirsty monster. Is he actually a hero? So, it's like, and then they have these cheesy things where you knock someone down and you slow walk up to them all brooding, which he's never fucking done this before. (laughs) But it's like, knock this dude down, slow walk up to him, stab him gruesomely, like, wow. Like, why did you go full edgelord in a game that Let's be real. Never gave shit about it. And it's like, you pass it over Like as soon as Itagaki left, and then no Team Ninja happened. I guess they decided they needed to make a story out of it, which gets a bit fucking weird. Because it's like, you're kind of trying to sit there and convince me that this guy's a bad guy. And the only way to show him that he's not a bad guy is for him to like become a dad.
1: Because... That's wholesome. All right, you know <laughs> what would have been better for that story if you just cut off the fucking demon arm and he- did what Biken does and just get like a fucking chain weapon in there.
0: Yeah, but then but then That would be but then the heavy Right,
1: see? But better the, game. But then the heavy handed message is not is not conveyed at that point. Right, but they could fucking set it up where like he throws out his fucking chain arm and grapple shit with it. Like make a platforming ninja fucking game. Uh, that well, yes. You ass cocks.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna argue, right? Because Bionic Commando came out around the same time. Right. <laughs> they were trying to sell that one. Um, so uh Capcom's bigger than Tecmo. Yeah. And they could just steamroll your ass with lawsuits or something. Yeah. like um <laughs> Hold up. did you really turn ryu hayabusa into um i forgot the fucking guy's name it was something spencer spencer, spencer. there we go something. that was a new one
1: yeah but yeah because uh, they put him in uh mvc3 Yep. yeah Yep. M- well marvel versus capcom for our non-gaming audience
0: yeah yeah that was a weird one So, I I think, though, to sum it up, like, the reason why I don't like it is because it was so much far and removed to for some reason, just trying to push this weird-ass narrative that, like, came out of nowhere. You right. didn't build it up over—you
1: had three games. They tried to make a commentary where they didn't need a commentary.
0: Yeah, they. Re- you don't have to make a game a commentary. You can just make a game a game, and it's just as good, if not probably better. Right. <laughs> you want to know—I was actually—I was surprised that you picked— that but i was like yeah he's picking games that had terrible endings <laughs> <laughs> or he's picking like a plotline that has a terrible ending yeah that makes sense <laughs> so that's you know that's my vote for my worst like it it, it took cuz i you know it's one of those games that was like the hard game that you know i was before like the souls
1: games or yeah. and everything. you know ninja gaiden was shit it was like you can't Yeah be but this ninja thing. gaiden came about i think after the shinobi series didn't it
0: yeah but Shinobi was actually kind of big, and it was not. I liked
1: Shinobi. Shinobi was a good series, but it was also a hard-as-fuck game.
0: Yeah. Oh, that game was. But Ninja Gaiden, what I, I would argue, was harder.
1: Well, yes, but literally no, one that led one, to the other.
0: That one boss battle where that he's he's got, every time he would beat you, he'd go, the crows will feed on your carcass. Yeah, yeah. From Shinobi. Yeah. <laughs> pissed me off. Dude. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Pissed me all the way off.
1: No, so that's the funny part, right? Just quick aside. Don't you fucking hate those bosses where you... Before them is an unskippable cutscene. Yes. Oh, man. Fucking Riku possessed some. Yes. Uh, dude. <laughs> Fuck Kingdom Hearts. Every. Speaking of bad endings.
0: Bro. Every cutscene in. Uh, Dissidia. Oh, no. Crisis Core, excuse me. Crisis Core, Final Fantasy 7 the original for the PSP, they, they remade it and they obviously made cutscenes skippable, but every cutscene was unskippable oh, in boy. the original Crisis Core. <laughs> that was absolutely. Actually, remember that was a pretty big thing yeah. for Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were, they were like, we spent a lot of time making these. You're just going to watch them. Don't die, scrub. Don't, scrub. <laughs> don't die, fucking scrub. <laughs> How come you weren't level grinding for two or three hours before you went into this boss fight? Are you stupid? Like, I don't know, because it's a bad fucking game. <laughs> Grind sucks. Okay. okay. Um, so my ending. Bad ending. My least fucking favorite ending. Had to lead with that one to throw you up your game. <laughs> yeah, it kind, of, it, it kind of did. So, <sighs> it might be hard to just. Okay. So, we're gonna go in the realm of anime. Okay. Okay, okay, I'm with it. So, there is a series called X. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Really? This is the one you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> okay, that deep cut. All right. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can remember. Let's see if I can remember the fucking name. So, it's been actually like, oh my fucking golly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been probably 20 years since I watched this fucking anime. Yeah, we were fucking <laughs> not little. Now, right? here's the thing. <laughs> it's, it was its own series, mm-hmm. and then it had an OVA, which kind of encompassed the entire series mm-hmm. in a truncated version. And then they re-release it again later, and it's on Hulu, actually.
1: I'm not um, going to watch it if it ends badly, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. So... <laughs> it plays into my pet peeve for endings mm-hmm. that it is way too fucking grim dark. Mm-hmm. So as far as the series goes th- this OVA this it was it actually had a different ending than the actual series <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but um so there were these I wish I remember the names. Golly, this sucks. But there were three tri- it was you know, the three childhood friends trope, you know, mm-hmm. the older the older boy, the younger boy, and then the the girl. Mm-hmm. They both kinda had a thing for her. Um yes. The Book of Life. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh fantastic movie with a great ending.
0: <laughs> fair, fair. So the different like the main character he leaves for a number of years, he comes back to his hometown. Um, he's kind of thrown into this battle of fates for mm-hmm. for the you know the fate of the world. He learns that he's a dragon. He meets um, six other dragons.
1: This is starting to sound familiar. <laughs> like I might have watched this.
0: They're the dragons of heaven.
1: Yeah, and then there's the dragons of earth. Mm-hmm. They get
0: in the you know they get in fight. They lose people. Um. They're trying to basically stop at Armageddon. His mm-hmm. childhood friend, who I remember, his name was Fuma. Oh, I do remember that one. Um, I remember the, Earth, the end. Yo, he's the he's the Earth, like the number one Earth dragon, yeah. and he like Armageddon starts, and basically every fucking character gets clean sweep by, by Fuma. <laughs> and it's yeah. bloody. It's gruesome. The end of the <laughs> the end is this fight. Between oh my gosh, I wish I remember. I fucking wish I remember the dude's name. Because uh, this was bad voice acting. Yeah, anime. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's
1: Four Kids. Okay.
0: No. Uh, it it was before bad? it. It predated Four Kids, which what was is actually worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there was no quality. <laughs> like yeah. So
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, like that was the end. So he cuts Fuma's fucking head off. Okay. And. So like Armageddon is barely um averted mm-hmm. but he is got his uh the girl that he loves is dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> massive swaths of humanity have been erased. Right. Uh all of his new the the heavenly dragons all of them are dead. <laughs> Uh, and he is he is sitting there bawling his eyes out holding the dead like the dismembered head of his best friend <laughs> screaming FUMA Yeah and like so <laughs> it wasn't in and of itself a bad ending, but to me I have a problem with Endings that are very, very, very fucking dismal. Right,
1: because yeah. there's no coming back from that. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like, how is he gonna? Uh, he's done. Oh, yeah. He's just gonna. There's no therapist. Yeah, there's probably no therapists left. Yeah,
0: it, it, so he's just done. Yeah, because they had, you know, like it's, it was one of those things where they weren't afraid of showing like a montage of just randos getting crushed by boulders. And, right, like, right, right. Yeah, the the ground opening up and people are just dying in mass. So. Um, Armageddon stopped, in the way that there is obviously still humans left. Mm-hmm. But to, <laughs> the post-game carnage report is fucking devastating. Yeah, like yeah. your the, the the girl, the woman that you really love, gone. Um, all your of best your, friend dead. Yeah, you you had to cut his head off.
1: Yeah, to save um, the world.
0: <laughs> all of your new friends gone. Um broad swaths of humanity fucking gone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't a clean fight. <laughs> it did not end well and and it literally the last scene of the movie was him screaming Holding a bloody dead, like dismembered head, and then it cut to credits. Yeah. I was like, "Ninja the fuck!" And like, mind man, you, we're we're like young by this time. Right, 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 right. I think I was maybe ten. Yeah. I <laughs> so it's like, fuck! It gets this bad. Like, like, oh but, my gosh, the world is garbage. Like, and, and, I, and I think I would have to agree on that. That like, because it, in my opinion. <laughs> It is worse storytelling to be overly grim, dark about everything, and to be overly sad about everything. Because and it, it's an interesting like no, this might be controversial, but but um, it's interesting because you see that a lot in the more um, eastern or the Nihon, uh type of writing is that you see this. It's just nothing good can happen to this character, and it's weird to me, because I'm like, I get it, you're trying to evoke an emotion, but, like, why would you exclusively want to evoke, like, just depression in its purest sense, and it's, like, because, and it's a band, and there's a commentary to be had, blah, 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 but it's, like, they'll have, like, animes where it's, like oh, here's a magical girl, but she becomes a magical girl because her entire life she's just been bullied and, like, stabbed with things, <laughs> and, like, like, it's always, like, weirdly excessive, and it's you just, like... Are talking about,
1: like, Magical Madoka? Oh, that was, a, that was a rough one.
0: I don't... That one was rough, but that... It, it wasn't that one. It was okay. a different... It was one that kind of came out after that kind of... Once, th- once people figured out it was okay... Yeah, then... To put your <laughs> magical girls through hell... Yeah, and, and it's always just like, and I get it. Yes, bullying happens, and I get it, like, but it's just like, you wake up, and it's like everybody in your town is here to fuck with you today, and it's like, and it's gonna happen tomorrow, and the next day, and then it's like, not if you rev up that get. and they do. <laughs> 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 um, So, yeah, no, I agree. I just, I don't think, I don't think it's good writing to torture your characters. It's a little weird. Yeah, (laughs) It's a little weird. And I can't even, I I guess I can't even really argue with the ending,
1: but to me, I hate how, you know. So, you know what probably happened is, is that he took whatever he used to cut his friend's head off and then just killed himself. Likely. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing, right? This is the only thing I will give in Everybody Dies ending. There's closure yeah wow. <laughs> I don't like them that's not but but there's the way closure. That you get it not like this
0: <laughs> that's dark so I guess before we um continue with the with endings that you really 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 really, really liked um uh I think I will preempt my Dislike of completely dismal Grim, dark, very depressing endings I also don't like Excessively good endings mm. Mm. I could So like Resident Evil 5 was one of those Things <laughs> Which was really weird <laughs> Oh, a really weird man. thing to bring up Cause like <laughs> so real <laughs> like weird you know shift You save Jill Jill's okay 100% yep <laughs> uh, she was infected with the plagas she, she had a mind control device she like it was crazy um and she's okay and Sheva's fake boyfriend was okay and Like, you did a dual rocket launcher, and everyone flew away just happy as hell on a fucking uh, helicopter. That made me upset.
1: Like, if it's too sweet and it's all, like... Right, because Leon comes away from four a little scarred. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's seen some shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They... (laughs) <laughs> they were stupid when they wrote the first when they wrote Resident Evil 4 they couldn't get they, they were stupid and they made Leon a piece of crap and he was just like <laughs> tropey and he was and he was just doofusy. he yeah. was cheese as fuck but they managed to bring they managed to bring out the fact that he was been through some shit and they they made him less stupid in 6 <laughs> but six
1: was just fucking,
0: fucking terrible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is the problem. Because Leon's a fantastic character, but they put him in the shittiest rest of the And, and it's
0: weird because he was the best part of that dumpster fire.
1: <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> it was. Um, so, the best. Well, this isn't my best, Okay, well, but it's a good ending. <laughs> yes, yes. It's one I like because, again, I'm trying to pick games that I know you guys are never going to play because they're somewhere so far back in obscurity that without a ROM, which I might or may not have. I also actually have the original disc for this one, but Wild Arms. The first one. Yep. Y'all have heard me talk about this fucking franchise a lot. Mm-hmm. I will fucking sing its praises until I fucking die.
0: That's, that's fair. That's fair. I can get behind it. So
1: the big thing is, is that to start out the story, your world is dying. Mm-hmm. Let's be frank about this. There was a fucking war a thousand years ago between... Elves and humans join forces to fight aliens that crash landed because their mother is a fucking planet eating parasite. Literally. She goes from planet to planet. It's a bit like Lavos from Chrono Trigger, right? Okay. Goes to a planet, fucking eats it, shits out babies. This is just mother goes planet to planet. And like the people she takes with her, which actually causes some friction in the villains. Cause the one villain finds out that, Oh, we're not here to conquer this planet and make it our new home. I killed the last planet and y'all just kind of are my bitch. I brought all of you demons. Cause that's what they call them. Cause that's their understanding. Right. I brought you all with me to help me fucking destroy this planet and you all get to die to feed me. Okay. So it's kind of funny cause you're fighting these guys, but they're having their own internal struggle which is something I actually, actually always enjoy, because uh, Zeichfried is his name in the first one. That is the leader of them. There's him. There is Lady Harkin, Belzac, and I can't remember the fucking uh, scientist asshole's name. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but, because he's the only one that's actually, like, evil, Because, yeah, they're, like, fucking trying to conquer your planet, but basically the preempt is is that a thousand years ago, humans and elves got together. They made a weapon called the Guardian Blade because the idea is is that the demon's blood is mercury and their bodies are steel. It's very hard to cut them. They made a weapon that could do it, but it was so fucking strong that, yes, it fucking cut mother the fuck up. She had to go into a cocoon for, like, a thousand years to heal. Um, a lot of the demons die. Yeah. Like it's down to like four, three of them technically. Cause the one isn't actually a human that they capture and brainwash, which I will get to that part of the plot in a second. But this results in the world of Phil Gaia is slowly dying Okay, because of the guardian blade. It was so strong, a fucking weapon, but essentially there were seven kingdoms that each had a fragment of mother. Because the idea was keep her apart. So over the course of the next thousand years, the demons end up hunting down these fragments. Um, and it comes down to there's only two kingdoms left. Adelheid and Artica. And the opening scene is the fall of Artica. Because that's where Mother's main body was. So essentially, the elves sealed themselves in a way in an alternate plane. Because they feel like, well, we fucked the planet, Right. But there is actually one or two that still live on it because they become important in the game. But so that opening, one of your characters is the sole survivor of that kingdom, and he's carrying that fucking trauma. I shouldn't say he's the sole survivor because Lady Harkin is actually the other one. There were seven legendary soldiers in that kingdom of Artica, but they fall to the demons one by one. So it's Garrett Stampede, I think is his full name, is the only one left besides uh, Elmina, who was the sword. He, they each had like a piece of armor or weaponry that they were called. Right. He was the Vambrace, which is what you would wear on your sword arm because it's basically a gauntlet. So he goes by Jack Van Dure's. So he kind of took his title and made it his name. Okay. And Jack is just kind of an everyman name. <laughs> Your other two characters are Cecilia Adelheid, the princess of the Adelheid kingdom, and then Rudy Rough Knight. Yeah. The gun user. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who, as you end up finding out throughout the story, was a result of a project called the Holmkrols Project. Where, like a demon, he bleeds Mercury and his body is very hard to fucking hurt. Oh, wow. So they made him for the sole purpose of fighting the demons. That's why he can use the arms.
0: That sounds kind of cool.
1: It (laughs) is. But the thing is, is that Rudy is fucking top of the line hero. So he's a silent protagonist, right? Cecilia and Jack talk, and it's kind of got that thing where like Rudy will answer yes or no. Mm. But this dude. So his prologue, because you play through each of the three characters' prologues, his prologue is fucking, like, he finds a town and he's helping out on, like, a farm because he just does shit around towns, gets money, moves on. There ends up being a kid who goes into a cave full of monsters nearby, and Rudy, being the fucking stand-up guy he is, he's like, well, I can fight because he has a sword, too. So he goes in, fucking gets to the end, and it's like... Well, shit, because you find this big-ass monster that's immune to swords. And then the tutorial is, this is how you use his fucking gun. (laughs) Which, he ends up with a fucking laser cannon, a rocket launcher, a fucking plasma cannon. Damn. He gets a shit ton of stuff. But, basically, you start using it. One of the people that comes into the cave, because everybody follows after you, because you basically left a trail of fucking carnage. They're like, you're an ARMS user. ARMS users are considered cursed. So, they're like, we don't want you. The fucking timmy the little boy you saved is like what the fuck people yeah this guy just fucking saved me yeah he's an all right guy but they just fucking exile him and he just moves on so that's how he ends up in the city of Adelheid. so uh, so the ending <coughs> of it okay yes how does it hit it out of the park okay so the ending of this game right What happens is, is that, so Zyke Fried ends up failing. You fight Mother. You go to Artica and you fight Mother. You kill her. Zyke, you have defeated before. He ends up going back to the core and he's arguing with her because that's when he finds out the truth. She overtakes him and starts leading the demons again. But they start going more destructive than conquering. Because here's the thing, right? If you conquer something and you're trying to keep it, You're not going to destroy infrastructure. Right. But they start blowing up whole fucking towns and shit. But they summon the Tower of Kadingal, which connects to their fucking space station, which you end up on. You go up there. You fight him again. And you find out Mother overtook him. And so I have to lead into this because there's one more part where each of the characters, you have to get the three uh, guardian lords, basically. You need Zephyr, the Guardian of Hope, Justina, the Guardian of Bravery, and then I can't remember the Guardian of Love's name. But Cecilia loves Rudy. She ends up having to fight a demon that's feeding on his fucking head after he loses his arm. Oh, shit. Because he becomes the new Guardian Blade. Yes. Oh, that's kind of cool. He gets that as his fucking other arm. Oh, that's kind of cool. Because you have cool. to forge a new one. Sweet. Uh, Rudy ends up being the Bearer of Hope. And Jack becomes the bearer of courage because Lady Harkin remembers who she is. So you have to go. It's a one-on-one fight between swordsmen. Because she's like, I can't be left alive. So he's like, I've got to be the one to do this, guys. This is my past. So he fights and kills her. Damn. Yeah. Oh oh, oh. Wow. Okay. Because basically she was selected to be the vessel for the next mother. Oh. Because she was that strong.
0: Right. So that's just, I mean, like, like, cause that's, in my opinion, that's a really good buildup. Oh yeah. That's a really so much into that final battle. Yeah. Well,
1: that's not the end. Yeah. But cause I'll cover this in a side tangent cause you can end up meeting the guardian of time and he can kind of fix the fucking time stream, <laughs> Whoa, but geez. you have to free him from another boss. Right. But so, so you go to the space station Oh, it's fucking poignantly sad and beautiful at the same time. Jack's story. But you go up, you fucking fight mother, you kill her. You're going back down in this weird like warp field that functions as the space elevator. Zyke has recovered his fucking brain and has taken mother's body and infused it in his own. That's your final boss. And the party is like told you cannot fight in this fucking space. It will destroy everything. But you don't have a choice. He's like, this planet is going to be mine. So you fight in the space, right? Whole thing goes boom. You think your party's dead. Lo and behold, they're in their fucking airship. Oh, dude, what? Yeah. (laughs) You meet up with Elf Girl because she's been able to grow plants, which for a lot of areas of the world is hard. But. She starts helping the planet recover because she teams up with the scientist who helps improve Rudy's arms. Emma uh, Zed, the only demon you leave alive because he ends up like in a town that only one survivor of. And it's a blind girl. He ends up living. And in the remake, he can actually become a party member. That's cool. But you have to fight him because right. he thinks you're there to like fuck with Aurora, the blind girl, because he falls in love with her. Because she's the only person that's ever treated him with kindness. Because you can't see him. Uh, because he's he looks like kind of a human. He, he's another swordsman. Right. So the thing about Wild Arms Alter Code F is, is it kind of added a secondary version of everybody. Because Cecilia is your caster. Emma ends up your other caster. Uh, Calamity Jane Maxwell is your other arms user.
0: That's a cool name. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, Calamity Jane. <laughs> that, that's cool. And then Zed. Becomes your other. Named for Lord Zed, I really think, because he's such a goofy fucking Power Rangers villain. (laughs) But he ends up such a good dude, because he's like... Because they destroy the statue in that town that was keeping the barrier over it. It's one of the towns they wipe out. She's the only survivor. He stays there and is just killing monsters all the fucking time to keep her safe. Wow.
0: That's amazing. Right. That... Wow. So it's like an
1: ever-evolving kind yeah. of thing. The and story like, just keeps fucking going and going and going.
0: And I, and I think that's cool because, like, it's an interesting take on an ending. Because it's it's very easy to just be, like, hard cut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but cut the credits, it's done. Right. As far as you know, this world is done. But I feel like it does a really good job at painting a picture of, like, there's still more. You know? So there's,
1: there's a thing called, there's obviously Grimdark, right? Yes. But one of my favorite fucking endings is Noble Dark. Ah, yes. yes. So literally, the ending of Wild Arms 1 is Noble Dark. You've defeated the villains. You've brought the elves back. You've at least talked to them. You've established a relationship. You can go back and visit them. One of them is still living on Phil Gaia, and she's working with you to grow plants, flowers. And just start like stopping the death of the planet. I mean, th-
0: th- that sounds like it sounds like an amazing ending. Like, it is. Uh, like, it, I love the ending of every Wild Arms game. Awesome. I'm, I'm about to get into
1: that. Yeah, like, reason, I would highly like, recommend yeah, it.
0: I'm going. I, I'm, I think I'm going, I think that's going to be my next RPG uh, <laughs> like dive time. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: the only one I have not played is Five, and it's one I want to play so fucking bad. What's it on? PS2.
0: Ah. Oh no! Shit, Wild Arms hasn't made it onto any of the, huh? Probably for the better. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe though. I mean, JRPGs have been making a comeback. I will argue that. Um, so I would say um, my favorite ending. So no surprise, we sort of talked about it earlier, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit into why, like, from a storytelling element, it's my favorite ending. I mean no surprise Red Dead Redemption 1 is my favorite ending of all time. But it's my favorite ending of all time because it does it does something sad well. You know what I'm saying? So it okay. it it doesn't take a character and just put them through just an unceremonious and almost like a bit sadistic version of a you know dramatic or traumatic experience. Well,
1: so it's a noble dark ending. It's very much a noble dark ending.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which I I do feel like like to sum it up, I would say that that is like the best version of an ending for me because I do I do believe that a good story does have to have some amount of tragedy in it, right? But. Not the whole thing so right the, so the thing that makes the ending amazing is the fact that you play through the story of you know John Marston and it's it's the story of you're trying to leave something behind that is such a big thing that it's always right on your coattails yeah, no matter what you do and no matter like and that's why the particularly the good side playthrough is such a huge impactful thing because you spend the whole game trying to separate yourself from this other version of you and you try to oh I I just want to jump out because it's always it always feels good to think that you have a backup plan and you have a way to (laughs) you know I'll just get out of this get so dicey I'm I'm gonna jump out and it's like yes for noble reasons and that's good but that type of lifestyle, man. You you got into it. There, more right. often than not, there's no easy way out. You know? Right. So the thing that I like about it is that you know you see this character and you see you know, a lot of moments where you know he's grown, he's changed, he's he's become a rather honorable person. Right. You know, especially. I mean, it gives you even more context if you played Red Dead Redemption Two at all. Yes, you get to see a bit more of the wild side of John Marston. Yeah. So. Oh you know shit. Yeah. It's so it, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of builds, and it's like, so you you kind of you know you get to see this. You know, he starts as a degenerate, kind of goes and becomes this you know, honorable, noble person who, you know, would do anything. He's just trying to protect his family. He's,
1: He's trying, just trying to start a you know, yeah, fucking yeah, farm. Yeah,
0: that's it. He just wants to start a farm. That's it. That's that's what he wants to do. Cut all the rest of this crap, start a farm, right? And it's like, so you get to see this character do things to progress that type of thought and that type of life. And, you know, he... You know, he's got his son and he's got his wife. And it's like and you start to see him become that family, man. Yeah. And it's like and it's beautiful, a very beautiful growth of that character. And the tragedy comes from the very realistic part that no matter how good of a person you turn into, sometimes you can't escape that shit that you
1: got into. Right. You know? I feel like, though, it's like they dangled that pardon in front of him. Right. Right. Yeah, because they were like, first of all, they kidnapped this man's family. So then they're like, we need you to go kill the rest of your gang.
0: Yeah, so they're like, it was, there was tension. There was like stakes. There was like, there there was everything that goes into a, like, just a well played out story in general. And this was one of those things where, you know, a great ending to a great story kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you never throughout playing, you know, Red Dead Redemption 1, did you think that John Marston is an unbelievable character, or the things that he was doing was just, it would never fell out of character. Right. Because he, he, Being a good guy or a bad guy made sense because, you know, he is an outlaw. He has his way of being an outlaw. But then, you know, the story itself is pushing you more towards this kind of growth. And to have it end with, you know, a last stand and like not just the last stand where it's like, He just wins out. Yeah. No, he
1: knew he was going to die. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. And he knew it, and, like, it was the most badass thing because you didn't go out there and, like, man, get a gun down. Like, you get to get some of that. And, like, that was, like, for me, that was the moment it broke me. (laughs) Yeah, because when you do the Deadeye thing and, like. The truth is, dead eye in that game will bear will build you out of so much bullshit. Yeah, when it triggers Deadeye for you, yeah, and you're like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy because the way that they build up to it, you know, it's not going to help. But at the same time, you've been conditioned through the whole game to say, okay, this high just like wins. right, and you're just like.
1: Oh, this is my moment! And well, because like, that's right. You get low health, and you're like, "Dead, I." Yeah. Fucking wipe out twenty guys. Yeah. And no yeah. problem. Yep. And, and it.
0: The and way, they did such a good job, <laughs> and they snap it away from you so quick because it's just—it's not like how it gets out of that moment. Black screen, gone. <laughs> gone. And yeah. then it cuts to him. In his final moments like so you Felt the impact of like oh, Now sweet. now here, Here's the thing is this is another My Eyes are getting hot like, <laughs> yeah. And this is game mechanics as a Part of storytelling so this is an Interesting little tidbit that The developers of Red Dead Redemption Said when it came to Why John Marston Can eat so many bullets before He dies <laughs> So you do die relatively Quickly but you have health Like in a video game.
1: Well, yeah, they shoot you like 70
0: times. now, Now, what they said was they were shooting at him, but they never hit him. When you die, when you run out of health and you die, is the one time you got hit. So now think about that. Think about that in the context of this story now. So this guy went through all of this crap. To an Indiana Jones level of like, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting out of this shit. Woo, 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 woo! Can't touch me. And then this one moment, and it's like just and the amount that like it's such a like Sparta moment because it's like all of these guys is what it took, and he still got them. Yeah, because you had you had a full-on
1: siege. Yeah. Because they of, had Gatling guns, they yeah. brought cannons. Yeah, and you were just running that game. Yeah.
0: Fuck you, come try me. Uh, and, yeah. like, when he goes down, you think he's at the end of his rope. He can't, like, he's exhausted. Every single trick, he doesn't have advantage on on where he's, like, he's not in a fort. Yeah, he's got yeah. his house. Yeah, his barn. <laughs> yeah. And there's There's something about that because, like, you know, even the way that you would think of your own house, like, I think of my house as the ultimate tactical advantage. The reality is, it's just a fucking house. Yeah. You know, somebody could come through and shoot through my windows and through my walls and, and throw
1: a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm not invincible here. And, like, it plays into a lot of it. And, like, this is even before I had kids but like it's also you know like he watched his dad send him off and die.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Jack, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like and, and he like ugh, like it was every bit of it was so well like and it's kind of funny because right? Uh Grand Theft Auto is like from Rockstar is like so fucking gross and like nasty. And they had some nasty shit in Red Dead. Yeah. But like how can you how can you do both Weird, right? How you do we weird. Both. And it and it created such a weirdly likable character that it was like there were some just off the wall situations. Cause Rel- we were playing Grand Theft Auto 4 before we jumped into Red Dead. Yeah. So you get relatable, you get like off the wall, you get like there was some like charm and charisma, there was like <laughs> so like you remember how in Grand Theft Auto every fucking Grand Theft Auto um, <laughs> Oh, all of them. Uh, the main character will sit there and be like, Oh man, this shit is crazy, but still be doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Martian, he had a way. Uh, like, even though because it is a video game, you have to do it. Yeah. Like, the way that he would he would get coaxed into it, and then he'd be opposed to it, and then afterwards he would He'd draw a pretty hard line afterwards. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I remember the one mission where (laughs) they were implying that the dude was going with a sheep. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He yelled at the guy, he's like, You got problems? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. It it was. Yeah. yeah. As far as the ending goes out, yeah, it's hard to... And, and I will say that even though I personally feel like it, it could have stopped at the John Marston ending, and I would probably say that just that would have been, in my opinion, the better ending. I will say as far as, you know, because we talked about earlier, that not only does there have to be the conceptual, but there has to be the satisfactory right. side of an ending.
1: So I, I, I get where you're coming from, where it's like it would have been good to end it there and then give Jack his own story. Yeah. But how unsatisfying would it have been to wait 10 years to kill Pinkerton (laughs) agent Edgar Ross? Yeah,
0: it did take a mighty long time. So in hindsight, it almost hits a little differently than it did back then. Right. Um, I I get where you're coming from. And I, and I will say as far as just creating a satisfactory ending, something that you can sit there because there is a bit of an expectation you have to live up to. When it comes to that, and it's a delicate, delicate balance. But I think that was a decent way to do it, all things considered. I agree. Um, you know, because you did got you, you you got your vengeance, and it did feel good. Because there's no two ways about it. Because after that, it was a fuck. It was tragic, and it was tragedy done right. I yeah. love it. It's like it, this was a tragic character, yes, but the tragedy is not. What was the whole
1: character? Mm-hmm. Right. I Fucking love that. <laughs> no, that's the beautiful thing about Jack van beer And uh, no. is he is the sole survivor. But just to get back to that aside real quick, cause I mentioned it. So if you free the guardian of time, cause that's one of the things, is basically there's a guardian for each force of nature. There's a guardian of snow, earth, water, whatever. The guardian Lords are deceit. Hope. Love and justice. Okay. I want to say it's Raftina, but I'm probably wrong anyway. But if you free Don, the time guardian, he's like, there's a soul in the time stream that shouldn't be there. <laughs> I can pull this out. And he'll straight up. He straight up asks Jack, do you want her to come back with her memories? And he's like, no bring her back without them because she doesn't need to remember all the horrible shit she was made to do. And it's funny. Cause Celia, Cecilia comes up to him and is like, well, are you sure you want to do that? She's not going to remember you. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. It just means I get to woo her all over again. Golly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fucking genius.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. Oh my gosh. It gets
1: better though. So if you go back to the, one of the first towns you go to, she ends up being a waitress at the bar there, and Jack will flirt with her a little bit. Dude,
0: that's cool. Yep, yeah, what, what an absolute shed of a. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god! Like, <laughs> and, and like, <sighs> think about how awesome of a character ending that is. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, ah, it, it, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, not a not a cheesy. Oh, you know. Fate brings them, but like, no, he's like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to try again. (laughs) I'm going to throw that, I'm going to cast that line out the same
1: fucking way. I love it. That's awesome. I cannot recommend those games enough. Because the thing is, is that before you go, Wild Arms 2's ending is sadder. And if we have time, I might bring it up. (laughs) But it's your turn, sir.
0: Okay. So I'm going to combine By your, com- your endings combined, I have found something that thematically captures both. <laughs> okay, <laughs> beautiful. And that is actually a pretty good one because it it, it, it it has some Pinkertons in it, it has some time shit in it. Um, <laughs> 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 Bioshock Infinite. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So, um, that's an interesting one. Once upon a time, your boy um, built a fantastic, um. A gaming computer and that was the game. It came with the graphics card. <laughs> and um, didn't think I'd be in that into that fucking game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it was it was amazing. Right? You play as Booker DeWitt. Mm-hmm. He's a Pinkert, well, Pinkerton ex Pinkerton. Yep. Uh he is tasked with finding the girl to erase his debt. It is and it is v- Painted very vaguely You never really figure out what his debt is <laughs> You kind of do um, <laughs> You spoil it Oh yeah uh, So you you go and you find The floating city Of Columbia <laughs> um, Columbia <laughs> So they go ahead And the One of the first things you do Is you have to get Baptized mm-hmm. to enter into Colombia, Um, they worship uh Gregory Comstock as their Messiah, mm-hmm. the second coming, basically, who brought them into the sky. Uh the whole city is flying, it's a flying city. Mm-hmm. You know. Um it's an idyllic, albeit incredibly fucking racist. Uh <laughs> But it was the, it was the,
1: it does have that high South society feel.
0: Yeah. Like one of the first things you do in that game is stop a lynching. Yeah. Yep. And it's, that feels good though. No, it feels good. Too. Okay.
1: Um, Quick aside. Play Red Dead 2. You can do that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sold. The I'm main sold. character, like I have so many times come across like troops of KKK and the main character's just like, you fucking idiots, and then you just start shooting them.
0: Yeah, so like... Oh, Morgan, I ain't got no time! <laughs> Good games is the only thing that I like! Okay, <laughs> yeah. so... Uh, so, uh, You continue this fight, and you find Elizabeth. hmm And things start to get fucking crazy, right? Yep. She can... She can manipulate time and space she can open portals. She doesn't have control over this power. Um Comstock continues to fight harder and harder and unleash all these fucking ridiculous beasts after you that you know they're they're humans. They're
1: humans that have been well yeah, that's always like, been the case with BioShock.
0: Yeah, morphed and uh modified to serve his purpose and get Elizabeth back. Um what you what you realize, and, and, and they do so. It's one of the things where I think it's a fantastic ending, but it also has one of my pet peeves is the lore dump right at the end, yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, and that's what they do in this in the ending. You realize that Gregory Comstock is you're <laughs> from
1: an alternate timeline,
0: yes. So they <laughs> DeWitt after the Battle of Wounded Knee. Um that's <laughs> <an> interesting. <laughs> no, it was an actual match. Yeah, that's time. a real battle. This I know I, I know, died. but I guess what I'm saying is that it's just funny. <laughs> so after the battle of wounded knee, Booker DeWitt yeah, can either find faith and it turns him fucking completely chaotic or he continues kind of down his path. Now what you learn is that Elizabeth is your daughter.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Not, and Comstock being made infertile after exposure to all this crazy new technology that makes cities float. <laughs> he opens a portal and fucking steals your daughter. <laughs> you now, fuck! as you're wrestling your daughter from yourself as she is being pulled through the as she's being pulled through the portal and you're holding onto her little baby hand the portal closes and cuts her fucking pinky off her existing in two timelines fractures the universe as we know it and that is what gives her the ability to open these rifts through time and space you realize that the only way to stop um, Comstock and his—now you know that there are other universes, and that they will all—that they all have their own Comstocks. The only way to stop this universal convergence and you know jumping through time and space and committing war crimes is to die and the ending is you ending up in kind of this crux of reality where all the there's like a thin margin where all of these realities meet up and you stand before a bunch of different alternate versions of elizabeth who have to like your like the baptism in the in the first part of the game they hold you underwater <coughs> and drown you. Yep. Noble Dark. Hey! We're all <laughs> Noble Dark. We like <laughs> hey. that shit. We love that hey. shit. Actually,
1: it's kind of funny that you're calling it, because that just takes me back to Chrono Cross. Because that idea is called the darkness beyond time. Like, timelines that no longer exist go there. Yep.
0: That's insane, though.
1: Because, like... No, it's a it's a good one. So
0: if it's not if it's any indication, I really, really fucking love endings where the main character dies. Like it's it's a really, really good way to be like, you know, you build up the connection and it's like swoop gone. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, and that was the amazing thing is like he learned that. Oh, y'all are gonna love Final Fantasy IX.
1: <laughs> can't spoil it.
0: He no. learned that in order to stop this. He so Booker DeWitt is the beginning of the branch. Yep. Once he stops existing, Comstock will stop existing. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Like that's crazy. Like imagine having to like stand there at that point and be like, "That's it. This is me. I'm done." <laughs> like I have. Like I gotta do this to
1: save time and space. Like, I have to die. That's crazy. Yeah. And
0: again, I say it, it's the it's the build-up, it's the tension, it's like it's uh it's a good payoff, man. Like good endings are like it's just so important. <laughs> and with that, we are at the last call. Thanks for having a few with us. We are critical hit. The drink of the night was Roots and Trees and Friends and Things. A good one. By Beer Tree Brew. Beautiful. There's that can. (laughs) (laughs) Dingle, 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 you dick. (laughs) Subscribe everywhere you find your podcasts. um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um... One of these days, I'll figure out the word salad. Uh, Pandora. Andora. Yeah, there we go. Um, abrupt cut to black. <laughs> <laughs> One for each of us. Yes. We have episodes every Thursday. Um, till then, drink hard, play responsibly. The end. Good night. Good night, all.